Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started what's going on everybody welcome back to inside the five i'm griff and i'm will and in this episode we're going to be covering week 17 of the nfl two weeks left we're going to be doing some lock of the weeks uh covering a few games then we're going to move on to college football all the bowl games going on. We're going to talk a little bit about the New Year's Six coming up. And then we're going to finish it up with our reaction to a prediction that ESPN came out with for the NFL All-Pro team. So it's going to be another big football episode. The NBA sucks. Let's do it. anything i watched the celtics um last week i can't I and they lost can't watch it it brings me misery like the nba was actually supposed to be cool this year i know it's not like steph's like breaking the record was not cool i think that was the only part that i enjoyed of the whole year like i because i like the two and they made it the least cool thing possible yeah, yeah, because like it was in like New York and everything. And, like the only cool part was that Reggie Miller and Ray Allen were there. Yeah, I know. Like you actually could have made that m- way more of a big deal. I know. And they just didn't do anything. No. Yeah. And now Tatum's out. Schroeder's out. Screw that. The whole team's freaking out of the way they're playing. Dude, I'm about to go on Sunday and watch Joe Johnson drop 30 plus. You might watch him break his ankle. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just leave that in too, just to talk about how much we hate the NBA. Yeah, I might as well. Yeah, screw it. Let's get into our locks of the week, though. Um, starting off, well, uh, well, I'm gonna start off actually. Mm-hmm. I have the Rams minus four and a half against the Ravens. I actually had a lot of thought go into this. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at this game all week. Lamar Jackson did not practice again today. Nope. Today, which is Thursday, the day that we're recording this, this will be out on Friday. Um, 
back-to-back days with an episode by the way because the podcast didn't get out on wednesday but it was out on <laughs> thursday uh so we're going back-to-back days but here's here's what i'm thinking tyler huntley is still questionable mm-hmm. so if they come back with josh johnson the rams are 11 and 4 they're ahead in the nfc west mm-hmm. this is a must-win game i agree i mean unless the raiders win <laughs> no that's not <laughs> that's not how it's gonna work again but uh yeah, no, I just, like, I think it's very unlikely for the Rams to slip up in this type of a game with Sean McVay being their head coach. I think if anything messes them up, it's going to be Matthew Stafford, and mm-hmm. it's going to be that DB group because you have Jalen Ramsey if he's playing, which I believe he is. Um, Let me double-check that, but I believe he is. You have Jalen Ramsey – but other than that, like the DBs on that team aren't good at all. I think the key for them, like they should be able to beat the Ravens no matter what, I think. Yes. But obviously them not being full strength. If Tyler Huntley's playing, different story. But if he's not playing and neither is Lamar, then they should be able to beat them. But I think the key to their victory is Odell. You think so? In the, in because they, they know they have to stop Cooper Cup. Right. And like when Odell plays good, they are actually a good team. Yeah, it's kind of like what we saw last week in the Pats game where it's like you need to stop Diggs, you mm-hmm. need to stop Beasley, and the Pats did to a certain extent. Obviously, Diggs still had a good game, yeah. but Isaiah McKenzie was the one that went off. In yeah. this case, it's like the Ravens don't really have that many DBs. They have Marlon Humphreys, um, they, or Marlon Humphrey, but they don't really have anybody else other than that. So Humphrey's going to be on Cooper Cup most likely. Mm-hmm. So it's really just about – if OBJ can get four or five catches, I think they'll be more than all right. If he can get in the end zone, I think they'll, they'll, they'll win the game. And I think um, the run game is going to play a big part in this Rams game. I think if they rush for at least 70 yards, like they don't even need 100 yards. I think if they rush for at least 70 yards, they're not going to have Henderson. So it's going to be Michelle probably starting with Cam Akers backing him up. Because they're going to let They Cam need to have them back. have a good game. I think, like we talked about last episode, they're like similar to the, um, the, the Bucks. Oh, the Buccaneers. They just can't run the ball. Yeah. And, like, that's the reason why I don't think any of those teams will win the Super Bowl. Like, they'll win, they'll win these regular season games, but when it comes time to win a playoff game, like, you have to be able to run. Yeah, because, like, as soon as they play a team with a good defense, they're screwed. Exactly. And that's why I think this week is a big week for them to – Try and secure this, um, because no, if they win, they don't secure the NFC West, but it's still they need to win out to secure it, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I think this is like an easy game to just go out there and dominate, and I think they have to, and I think they will. I agree. Um, going into my lock, um, I was thinking of two games, but we're gonna talk about the other one. I'm not gonna say that one yet. But my lock is Colts minus seven over the Raiders. Uh, must win game for the Colts. Yep. Um, I believe this game has playoff implications for other teams. I'm not 100 percent sure we saw we saw this the other day. knowing the Raiders, it probably does. Yeah. Um there's really not much to say about this game. I feel like Colts minus seven just makes sense. This actually it has I know who it has implications for at least at least the Dolphins and at least the Patriots. Because yes, it does, because um, the Colts win. If the Colts win and, and they don't and the Patriots lose, the Pats will be the seventh seed. The Colts will be the five seed. And if the Dolphins lose, the Dolphins will be out of the playoffs. If the Ravens win, the Ravens will be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I don't know if that made sense, but that's what's going down because the Colts right now are the six seed. Yeah, well, basically the Dolphins control their own destiny until next week. Yes. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, if they win out, they're fine. Yeah. If they lose, if the Colts lose this week, the Ravens lose this week, and then the Dolphins win this week, then they still have a chance with a yeah. loss to New England. Like what? What I mean is, like if they win this week and everything plays out, then they're still in. But they yes. have to wait for next week because there's going to be so many different. There's going to yeah, because there there we looked at it last episode. There's so many different teams that have a possibility to get in the playoffs. Though. Yeah, and it's week seventeen. There's only two weeks left. Usually by now, I want to say like one think think five. about think about like week think about like week sixteen usually because that's what what it usually is. We usually know at least who's won the divisions. Yeah. And and there's usually one or two divisions where it's like each team is at least going to be in the wild card. Yeah. So but right now we don't even know like team. There's some teams that like well, there's, if the Titans lose, they don't win. If the Titans lose both games, mm-hmm. the Colts win both games, they can still be ahead in the AFC West. Or yeah. AFC South. AFC well, South. Well, also the, um, the AFC East. If the um if Buffalo loses to Atlanta, which yes. probably won't happen. Yeah. But if they end up losing to Atlanta and the Pats win, no one has won the division yet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The AFC East isn't locked up either. And Loki a sneaker team to win the AFC East is the Dolphins. Because if they went out and and neither do um the Pats or Buffalo, then they have a chance of winning. Yes. Um another thing I wanted to bring up with the Colts was that Jonathan Taylor is two two hundred yard games away. From being in the 2,000-yard rusher club, uh, which already has seven people in it. But Jonathan Taylor has 1,626 yards, 17 touchdowns this year. He has more than a touchdown a game right now. Just nuts. Um, I wanted to talk about some people that were in the 2,000-yard rushing club. Um, starting off 1973, the GOAT. <laughs> um, O.J. Simpson. Um, I mean, he was a great player on the field. Oh, yeah. I don't know about off the field. But – um. Like, O.J. Simpson, one of the best running backs of all time. We have Eric Dickerson, Madden 20 legend. 100%. We have Barry Sanders in 97. Also a Madden legend. <laughs> yes. Terrell Davis on the Broncos, he was sick. He was nasty. He would just run through everybody. I know. Jamal Lewis on the Ravens. Who That's actually throwback. Yeah, he was really Yes, good. yes. Like, low-key. And then, I think my favorite, eh, second favorite person on this list, CJ2K. Chris Johnson, he yeah. was nuts. He was and nuts that year. He wasn't even that good, like, his whole career. Like, he yeah. had injuries and all that. But, I like, when he was on the field, he was by far the fastest person on the field. He was nasty. I just feel like in like, 2009, like, I have a hard time remembering, yes. like, a lot of those, like, games. It's like the but, low like, key, he was yeah. good. He had one game in Tennessee, and I think they were wearing, like, throwback Oilers units. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he went off. Yeah, he did. I remember He that. went off I, I don't remember who they're playing but they were wearing like the old oilers unis they look sick like the warren moon ones like the mm-hmm. light blue ones and then 2012 mvp season adrian peterson rushed for 2097 yards if jonathan taylor adds himself to this list in his second year in the nfl like what what's he going to do the rest of his career i like i don't know what that's like one of the biggest accomplishments because you're on a list with ap chris johnson Jamal Lewis, Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders, Eric Dickerson, and OJ Simpson, and then Jonathan Taylor potentially. Which is nuts. That is one of the biggest like 
achievements that a running back can get, like in general. Yeah, because they don't win MVPs. They can't. And, and impossible. Almost. I know it's a 17 game season. So, like, you could say there's an asterisk behind it, but I mean, like, it's not like it's only going to be a 17 game season this year. Like, people are going to start to break these records. Yeah. Well, I feel like the asterisk doesn't make sense in this, like, case. Like, a lot of people like talk about that, like, for NBA, like, rings and, like, all that other yeah. stuff. But I feel like if it's a league rule change, it's not, it's the not players like they, fall. Like, yeah. He's yeah. playing. The he's game. just playing. Yeah. And I mean, he has 17. It's not like he's. It's not like he only got it because of 17 games. Like, he's not going to get it in the 16th game. But at the same time, it's like he has not been able to be stopped at all. Yeah, I mean, if he only needs 400 more yards, like, think about, like, the games where he didn't have as many rushing yards. What if he did? Yes, exactly. It's the same thing. And I want to say, did he go out one game? For, I think he wasn't, a little he wasn't bit? active for a, a, at least a game and a half. Yeah, he has been going so so hypothetically nuts, he could have gotten it this final week in terms of like a normal season, yes. which isn't considered normal. Or there was a lot of games. There was a lot of games where he came out just because they were killing teams. Yeah, like he came out very early. Where it's like the the year that like Adrian Peterson got it, and the year that CJ Two K got it. Mm-hmm. It's like they weren't on great great teams. No. Which I mean, the Colts aren't really a great great team either, but they're blowing out team sometimes like they're nine and six but like that adrian peterson year was actually pretty good they were all right but i feel like it was because adrian peterson they couldn't take him out on offense it was really just adrian peterson yeah and that defense was pretty good too and i think they had kyle rudolph at tight end that's a throwback Mm -hmm. he was nuts but yeah no if jonathan taylor can get on this list in his second year in the nfl like that's I i think he deserves the mvp 100% if he gets 2,000 yards. Right. If you rush for 2,000 yards and you don't win the MVP, that's stupid. Yeah, because you like that doesn't happen every year. There's only seven people that have ever done it. I know. And the last time it happened was 2012. 2012. It's been what? Almost 10 years. 10 years almost, yeah. It's going to be 2022, which is crazy. But the next game that you wanted to talk about, Will, now that we've got our um, locks out of the way, mm-hmm. um, Will, not a big Patrick Mahomes guy, and it shows. You like the Bengals over the Chiefs this week, you were saying. I do. Uh, I think the Bengals were what? My, I said minus five. Bengals are plus five. Bengals are plus five. Um, I think everyone hypes up the Chiefs way too much. Like, they give them so much credit, but, like, their defense is so bad. Like, I just don't think they're that good. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, Cincinnati coming off of a huge win last week. Why can't they do it again? Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's see like the, it's the it's like they just have to worry about playing defense, and they played really good defense. Like Bengals team, the Bengals as a team is low key kind of slept on again. Yes, like agreed. they had a midseason slump, mm-hmm. which like, like kind of like, oh, are they like actually good? They're like, are they just still decent? But like now they're like peaking at the right time, where like they can take down the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean they've won three out of their last five. They lost big to the Chargers, which was kind of an interesting game. That was, yeah. like, one of those games where we thought the Bolts were, like, just going to keep going, then they didn't. Mm-hmm. They lost a tough one to a tough San Fran team. San Fran's good. Yeah. And then they beat Denver. They beat up Baltimore. And then where's the game that they – Who did, was that Baltimore that they put up so many numbers against? That was Baltimore? Yeah, that was last week. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know if that was Baltimore because I didn't realize that Baltimore scored – 
another a third touchdown. I mean, they're only like awful, awful games that they've had. They they dropped forty one on the Ravens twice. Yeah, and then I mean, I'm really only seeing like one bad game, which is the Browns. I mean, like the Jets is a tough loss, but like that's by three. They lost to the Browns. They got killed by the Browns. But like no, I mean the Chargers was forty one to twenty two, so like that's a bad game too. Yeah, but like every other, all their losses have been by three points. Right. So like they're you can't they're not a bad team. Yeah, and sitting at nine and six, the Chiefs are actually four and two away. The Bengals are four and four at home. Um, the tough part is I feel like that Bengals defense is so matches up against so many teams. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they match up that well against the Chiefs offense. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Well, like I also like. I'm not bragging about the Bengals defense because it's not great, but like just to like saying that the um the Chiefs like aren't fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like they played the Raiders and scored 41 points. The Raiders defense is an absolute joke. They only put 19 on the Cowboys, which that defense is very good. They could only drop 22 on the Broncos, which that's somehow happened. Mm-hmm. And then they played the Raiders again and dropped 48. The Chargers defense, I mean, they kept up with the offense, so, like, they dropped 34, which is a lot. The Steelers are a joke. They dropped 36 on. Like, they're dropping points on teams that are, like, not, not actually legitimate. Good. I mean, yeah, they only put up three against the Titans. They only scored 13 against the Packers. Yes, in a game that they shouldn't have won. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they have no – like, I mean, yes, their wins give them credibility, but I think as a team they actually have zero credibility. You hate the Chiefs. I'm serious. They're so bad. Oh, oh yes. Everyone was like, what's wrong with the Chiefs? And then, like. And then they started winning games. They started winning games. But, like, cool. They beat, like, two good teams. There was I actually. Those two, teams, those two teams. And they barely. were. Beat. They were bad wins, in my opinion. They, the only two teams. They lost to the Titans, which is a good team. They lost to the Bills, which is a good team. They also lost to the Ravens, but that's a different story now. Very they early in the season. Barely beat the Packers and the Cowboys. Everyone else here is not even a playoff team. And then who do they finish off with? The Bengals and the Broncos. The Broncos, like two obviously division matchups, but like they're not like those two teams are not that good. The Bengals aren't in their division. That's what I'm. I'm not my bad. But you not, finished with yeah. We no, finished with the division. That's say. what I meant to say. Um. Yeah. No. I think like the Chiefs' offense is just too good. And like we said about the Rams, remember, it's just like sometimes defense doesn't matter as much, and sometimes a run game doesn't matter as much in the regular season as it will in the playoffs. Like, the Chiefs are one of those regular season teams where it's like they're going to go off in the regular season because they're just going to take more risks than they would in a playoff game. Um, And that defense is going to struggle against Joe Burrow coming off that hot of a week. And please tell me Pittsburgh's bringing this back to the house. Sorry, we're watching Pittsburgh, Michigan State, and I have Pittsburgh money line, and I think they just got a scoop and score. Yes, they did in the third quarter. But as I was saying, <laughs> um, like this Chiefs defense, as we said, not good. Not good. But like also, like yes, they're eleven and four, but we have to look at who we who they beat, which we already went over. But like as soon as like so, obviously they're gonna get a bye. Yep. The first team they play, don't be surprised if they lose. They'll most likely play the Patriots. I think it's the Pats. They, I genuinely think the Pats can beat the Chiefs. 
That could happen. Just because of the defense. Anytime they it would play, be a game that's like 14 to 10 or something. That's like what I'm that. saying, because they can't score against right. good defenses. Like last year, they could score against good defenses. They won they won those tight games against the Packers and the Cowboys. I don't think they can win a tight, low scoring game in the playoffs like they no. did in those two games in the regular season. Because it's just two completely different brands of football when it comes to that point. Travis Kelsey is gonna be the answer in this game. I don't think Travis Kelsey is going to be the deciding factor, mm. but he's going to be the reliable guy. I think someone that's going to be like the real question, like who's actually going to help them out is hear me out. Byron Pringle on the return game. Yeah, no, I, he did good last week, but like Tyreek had an awful week last week. Mm-hmm. Like that's obviously not a good trend. Yes. One, especially this late in the year. Like, Keep in mind, he could go off next week. He can go off any week he wants. But, like, you also have to keep in mind that how many times can Mahomes save them just by himself But if, with what they have? If they're getting good kick returns and good punt returns, the Chiefs are actually so dangerous because they had it for years with Meikle, yeah. or a year or two with Meikle, and now Pringle returns their kicks. He's not really as good as Meikle is, but he has more of a mm-hmm. more of a offensive, like, he's more in the offense than he used to be is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. And – um. If they can get good returns, like people don't, people underestimate how lethal a good re, a good return game is. I think people underestimate what good field positioning does yes. right off the bat. Because so like that's giving pretty, the Chiefs, like that's important for them to win games. But like as soon as they play a team, like I said, that can defend all of that. Yes, because the pass special teams is legit. They can they, they can hold they can hold off. So like. They like they're gonna give them a tough game if that ends up being the case. I agree, and like, I think, yeah, it'll be an arrowhead. But like, do you like the money line or do you like them plus five? Who the Bengals? I like the Bengals plus five. Okay, so like, you think Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year? I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Could be a game where they lose by three. I do think that it's a game that they can lose. I just, I think that they also have a great chance at winning. True. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And that's why. And that's why. It's, out of the plus and that's why it's not your lock. Yeah. Exactly. The last game I wanted to talk about, which we've already brushed up on both of these teams, but we haven't gone into depth about this game, is Miami at Tennessee, Dolphins at Titans. Um, the Dolphins are sitting at eight and seven, the seventh seed, mm-hmm. and the Titans are still at ten and five, going strong. I want to say they're the two seed right now. I actually know for a fact they are. The Dolphin, or unless you want to double check that, but I'm most, I'm very confident that they are the two seed right now. Who? The, the Titans. 
The Titans? Yes, they are the two seed right yeah. now at 10 and 5. So a two seed against the seven seed, which is possibly a playoff matchup because mm-hmm. that's who would be playing each other. My guess is this game is going to have big implications for both teams. If the Dolphins win, we could see the Colts end up being the AFC South champions. If the Titans win, they'll be the AFC South champion. I'm pretty sure they lock it up with a win. And the Dolphins will be out of the playoffs. And I want to say there's a good amount of teams. Can you slow? Can you slide down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Let's see. The Dolphins sitting at eight and seven. Baltimore's going to lose. That's my lock. Baltimore's going to lose. If the Chargers win, the Chargers go up to the six seed or the seven seed. Will. Yeah. So. Well, so the, I I didn't even realize that you could see the reasons of everything yes. here, which yep. is actually quite interesting. The Dolphins have a lot. Yeah, so the Dolphins win tiebreaker over L.A. based on best win percentage in common games, wins tiebreaker over Baltimore based on best win percentage in conference games. Division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Vegas. Um, Chargers win tiebreaker over Vegas based on head-to-head win percentage. Mm-hmm. The Pats have nothing. Then the, then the Colts win tiebreaker over New England based on head-to-head win percentage is the same reason for um, the Bills. And then the Bengals will win uh, tiebreak over Buffalo based off of win percentage in conference games, which is actually big. So, like, and that's that's the three seed to the seven seed right there. Yeah. And, like, and the, those the, are the, the division winners. Too. Yeah, the Ravens do have a lot as the eight seeds. I believe the tough it's thing the is, same part of the Dolphins. The tough thing is, like, with no Lamar and possibly no Huntley, it's like they're kind of screwing themselves right yeah. now with losing in week 17 where you really only have – one more week and it's like you're kind of out of it if if you lose this week and you're the ravens you need a miracle like you need yourself to win and you need a lot of teams to lose yeah depending on who wins but this dolphins titans game derrick henry what is he going to be back i think for playoffs is the best playoffs is most likely when yeah so this is a big game i did have two games i wanted to talk about but like it's a very big hypothetical but it's it's, i think it's very important for the playoffs um packers minnesota and cardinals cardinals dallas because if because i mean the vikings are playing pretty well Mm -hmm. if they end up beating the packers and the cowboys beat the um Cardinals. cardinals they're tied for first place the Cowboys are tied with the Packers. Are tied with the Packers um, for first place. I want to say that the Cowboys, it's almost a lock that they'll beat the Cardinals. I I agree. I, I find it very unlikely that they will lose that game. Because if we look at here, yeah. Because then they'll they the Cowboys haven't played the Packers, right? Um they didn't play the Packers, I don't think. No, they did not play the oh, Packers this year. But yeah, no. I think, and then let's say like, and then obviously if the Rams and the Bucks both win, and like let's say the Packers is a three-way tie, there's a four-way tie for first place. They have not played the Packers this year, which would mean that it comes down to conference record. Mm-hmm. Their conference record, I feel like the Cowboys' conference record almost has to be. They're nine and one. They have the best conference record out of. Yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Cowboys win, the Packers lose, then the Cowboys are first in the NFC. Yeah, they'll clinch. They have to, Basically, the Packers have to lose the, one of the next three games. They just need play. to lose one game. They just need to lose one game. And the Cowboys need to win out. Yeah. And the Cowboys play um, oh. the Cardinals 
and then they play. I think I totally missed the ball on that for the Packers because they play the Lions next week. Well, the, oh, so they need to lose this week. Yeah, much honestly, this is the only game where I can see them losing. Yeah, the and that would also help for conference record too because that's the Vikings. They also lost to the Vikings earlier this year. So yeah. Uh, with the Cowboys, they have Arizona, and then they have Philly, who's honestly kind of a tough team. Yeah. Like, they're not actually that easy to put away. I think the Cowboys, sitting at 11-4, and four, I don't know how they're 11-4. I like the Cowboys. I feel like they, like, haven't actually done what they needed to do to go 11-4. They have their weeks, but they have a lot of weeks where they barely sneak out wins, in my opinion. And, like, even starting week two, they barely beat the Chargers. Um, they had a close one against the Panthers. They took New England into OT and beat them. They barely beat Minnesota. They lost to Denver. They killed the Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have two tough losses to the Chiefs and to the Raiders. You beat New Orleans by 10. You beat Washington only by a touchdown. And then the past two weeks, I just feel like they haven't been dominant. No, you besides know? last week. But I think, like, in terms of the way everyone's like trending, I think that is the best time for them to. If they finish like off, if they finish off by winning each game by at least a touchdown, I won't be like scared for them in the playoffs at all. Yeah, I won't be scared for them in the playoffs whatsoever. And it starts against the Cardinals with no D Hop as as we've known for the past few weeks. He won't be back until the playoffs. Um, the Cardinals at ten and five, they screwed themselves. Yes. They truly screwed themselves. Because what they start, like, 7-0? and 0? They were nasty. They were, like, everybody you called thought... it. You called it saying they were going to fold apart. Yeah. They haven't completely folded apart, though, yeah. No, I, I think they have. Like, well, in my opinion, in this compa- is in a comparison, fold. In comparison to... Not winning the NFC West after a start like that is a fold. It is a fold. No matter how good the NFC West is, you start off 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7-0. Oh. I don't mm-hmm. know how I do that. You start off 7-0 and oh and then barely lose to the Packers. Like, they've lost their last three games to the Rams, to the Lions, and to the Colts. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Cowboys and the Seahawks. I want to see the Seahawks beat them. There's yeah. nothing I want to see more than the Seahawks beat them. But and then they folded, in my opinion. They, they that did. was a big fold. That was I was going to say, the, other, um, the Bucks finished off easy because they're also tied with the Cowboys. And the Rams do not finish off easy, in my opinion. They play the Rams this – I mean, the Ravens this week. Which is could be a tough game for them, mm-hmm. and then they play the 49ers. Depending on who's playing quarterback for the Ravens. Yeah, if if Huntley and Lamar's out, it's and that's a lock, a lock of the century. But but then the following week, when they play the 49ers, that could be that could be a tough game for them. The 49ers will be a tough game. The 49ers are in the playoffs right now, mm-hmm. so they don't want to lose. No, they're a wild card team. They don't. They do not want to lose. I don't think they will lose. I think the 49ers can do. I think the 49ers can beat the Rams. I do too. And that's why I'm, I think it's gonna be a tough game. Yeah, um, that opens up first place. Yeah. Um. Does it open up first place? Oh, for the NFC West or for the for the conference? Oh, for the NFC. That's interesting. Because there's three teams tied. Right. 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 And right, the right, Packers right, right. are yeah, only that, up by yep, one. Yep. Exactly. All right. So, any other games you want to talk about? I think that's it. All right. Let's move on to a couple of bowl games. Um, I'm going to start off with a couple of games that we saw yesterday, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to talk about a couple of games that we saw today, and then college football playoff. Yep. Okay. So let's start. I'm going to start yesterday, which was December 
29th. I got to find that real quick first because ESPN always does this. So 30th, 29th. Okay. I'm going to start things off. Clemson. Actually, no. I want to talk about this Maryland-Virginia Tech game Mm -hmm. because we watched it live. Virginia Tech, it was the pinstripe bowl, the new era pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. Maryland, Talia Tagovailoa took on Virginia Tech, the Hokies. Virginia talks. Virginia Tech thought they were like that. It was as simple as that. They thought they were nice. They had the they had the Yankees logo on their helmet. They were cool and they though. got blown out. They were cool though. And they got blown out. I know they suck though. It, I mean, you put a Yankees you put a Yankees logo on your uniform. You, you think to you're, lose. You think you're gonna win a game? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Talia Tagovailoa went twenty for twenty four, two hundred and sixty five yards and two touchdowns. Will he had a game? Yeah. Maryland overall had a great game. They ran for 206 yards. They threw for 275. They got a fumble. <laughs> they, I think they caught a few picks, actually. There was a point in this game, you have to keep in mind, like, no before halftime, where, like, there was a chance that Virginia Tech actually could have, like, taken a lead and possibly, like, changed the momentum there, of the there, game. I think it was – I want to say it was, it was 10-7. Like yeah. It was, like, 10-7 or something like that. And then Maryland scored, like, twice – Within the last three minutes of the half. Yeah, and they ended up on a hot note. And, and they, they just again. dominated. Yeah. They absolutely dominated. It was a great game for Maryland. And the reason I wanted to talk about this game, because Maryland, um, Maryland's like a basketball school, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to see Maryland be good in football so bad. They're cool. I like Maryland a lot. And I think that this is just a start for them. A seven-win season, seven and six with a bowl game. Next season, I think it's Tagovailoa's senior year. So that could be a big season. For That's them. a big season for them. Um, and they have a lot of weapons on offense, and we saw they did good on defense, too. They did. They were, like, their they were defense was well. locking up. But, yeah, so I wanted to bring up that game also just to throw shots at the Yankees. Um, I don't really want to talk about Clemson versus Iowa State. I feel mm-hmm. like it was, like, an okay game. But I do want to talk about Oregon-Oklahoma because a game that, I mean, the I – want to say the over had to have hit but the, like if you look at oregon oklahoma the first thing you think of usually is the over in yeah. this game and that's exactly what happened as oklahoma beat them 47 to 32 the over under was 64 now i'm not good at math well but i know that 47 plus 32 is definitely more than 64 yeah, definitely. <laughs> so oklahoma um oklahoma looks great I don't know. They did. They look really, really good. Yeah, they looked like actually great. Their running game was awesome. Caleb Williams was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad that Caleb Williams played because he's young, so he had no reason to opt out. It was overall a very, very good win for Oklahoma to have an 11 win season. And I love Oregon, but why I'm not mad that they lost that is because their running back died. No gloves on. He didn't wear gloves. He had nothing on, actually. He literally didn't have any drip. He no. didn't have arm sleeves. He wasn't wearing a shirt underneath his jersey. He, he was wearing his jersey, his pants. You can see the knee pads. And he he was wearing, like, crew socks, like Nike crew socks, like white ones, like mm-hmm. the dry fit ones I'm wearing right now. And he was wearing, like, the team-issued, like, regular regular season, not even, like, their cool uh, – not even their cool ball game cleats. He was just wearing regular white Jordan cleats, and he was wearing no gloves, like not even so gloves. Close. He looked like a square. He fumbled the ball. 
Yes. Maybe if he wore gloves, he wouldn't. He ran for actually a lot of yards, though. Like, he actually did run for a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. But Oklahoma's running back we're, – we were watching this one at Christians, right? Yeah. Oklahoma's running back was unstoppable. He was insane. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never seen anyone play like that in my life. He ran for 142 yards on 14 carries, and he had three touchdowns. I've never seen someone that slow but so fast. It was like – he was running in slow motion, but just running past everybody. It was like, it's like Derek Henry and Frank Gore combined. You know, you know when like you say when people say like the game like slows down for him, mm-hmm. like he slows down the game. Yeah, they're like, what is he gonna do? And everyone just stares at because he's, he's so going. shifty. And when he reaches his max speed, he'll just go past everybody because he goes from zero to his max speed like within one step. Yeah, it's just that his max speed isn't actually that fast. No, but he went stupid. In that game, his name Kendall Brooks, Kennedy Brooks, Kennedy Brooks, Kennedy Brooks, five eleven, two fifteen, junior. He, he wears glasses. Look mm-hmm. at him. Okay, the picture they put on. The he looked like he was thirty seven years. Yeah, old. he looked like a, he looked like a college. <laughs> but, kid. but that one, he looked like a college kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Oklahoma actually went off on offense, which I'm glad to see because I like Oklahoma. Um, I like Oregon too. I think Oregon has a great chance of being good next year but not this one. Um, Both quarterbacks put on a show. We saw a couple of Oklahoma receivers opt out, and it didn't matter. 47 to 32 was the final score of that game. Um, And that was the Valero Bowl. Is it the Alamo Bowl? The Valero Alamo Bowl. Um, Yeah. And I got three more games. Actually, let's cover this one real quick just because there's one thing that I want to talk about this one. UNC, South Carolina, Duke's Mayo Bowl, mm-hmm. Bank of America Stadium, North Carolina, Mayo. Yep. Mayo. Mayo. Arguably the grossest thing I've seen. More Mac before. Brown, former coach of Texas, now coach at UNC, said, when asked if he would take a Mayo bath if they won, he said, I'll get smacked in the face by a Friday. <laughs> but but South Carolina's coach, don't know what his name is, super irrelevant, said yes. Right? They both said yes. Mac Brown's uh Mac Brown's answer was better, obviously. But South Carolina won 38-21. The dude took a bath of mayo. Honestly, what are your thoughts on it? I thought it was gross. I thought it was gross, and because of that reason, North Carolina won. Like, like if you win a bowl game, but you get dumped, like it was like a Gatorade bath. Yeah. If that happens to you with Mayo, did you actually win the day? No. Because, like, you know how every coach is like, let's go out and let's win the day? Like, like I feel like that cancels out. Like, he I might have won the battle, but he lost the war. Mac Brown might have lost that game on purpose so he didn't have to get dumped with Mayo. Honestly, I think they were just like, at least we didn't like, they were just like, you know what, coach, we had a great season this year. Let's not have you worry about getting the mail on. Let's just like make it look like we tried good enough. And then maybe like, let's maybe not go six and six and go to the mail bowl. Like maybe let's go like 10 and three and go to like a nice bowl. So you don't have to get dumped with mail next year. Yeah. Let's lose. That's what UNC said. Basically. So that's why UNC lost. Yeah, but they won at the end of the day. I mean, they won because Mac Brown didn't get dumped with Mayo. If Mac Brown got dumped with Mayo, it actually would have been so much more for me than it is because he was like a legend at Texas. Yeah, and he said, like, hit me in the head with the frying pan. Imagine they hit him in the head with the frying pan. I want to hit him in the head with the frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> After, <laughs> that loss, yeah. After that loss. After that loss. 
Um, what was okay? We'll cover Pittsburgh's up 21 10 right now. The game's not over, hard to cover. I don't know what you want me to say about the game. I have Pittsburgh money line underdog plus 160, plus 140. If you're not watching it, but you just heard the score, you would think the game is still up in the air. It's honestly not, it's really not. Pittsburgh won, yeah. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be in shock if they actually lose. So my dog doesn't start barking. But the game I actually really wanted to talk about, the final college football game we'll talk about um, that we'll review, and then we'll talk about the two playoff games. Mm-hmm. Tennessee-Purdue, Will, was absolutely insane. I watched the game from start to finish. Tennessee put up 21 straight in the first mm-hmm. quarter. It was 21 nothing. Purdue came back, scored a touchdown in the first quarter. I was like, cool. I have Tennessee minus seven and a half. Obviously, they didn't have to quit the game. Right? Yeah, because they scored. They, they answered. Scored. They answered. Yeah, so they didn't quit. And then Tennessee puts up a fat goose egg in the second quarter, and I'm just like, what's happening, right? Mm-hmm. As, as Purdue starts to make their way back into this game, at halftime, I'm not covering. Mm-hmm. And at halftime, I'm literally pooping my pants. We are losing the game at halftime. This is not ideal. Not what you want. No. We come out, we score some points, right? We're up by eight points. I'm like, perfect. We're up by eight. I have the minus seven and a half. Let's stop. <laughs> right? All I needed, all I needed was for Purdue not to score another touchdown after they scored that first one in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But they did. They scored a touchdown, and I'm like, shit. Right? Actually, mm-hmm. no. I'm going to go over the whole fourth quarter. I, I would have been completely fine with no scores in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Tennessee comes out and scores. That's what I meant to say. Then I would be fine, right? So they come out and score. Sorry, I'm all messed up. I've watched a lot of college football. Yeah. They come out and score. They're up by eight in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then Purdue comes out. There's four minutes left in the game, Will. Mm-hmm. They score. Yep. And I'm like, shit, right? We need a touchdown. We run for like 63 yards to the two-yard line. And then we score a touchdown. I'm like, sick, we're back. And then they score a touchdown. Cool. We're screwed again. We score a touchdown. We're back. They score a touchdown. Go for two. Tie the game. And we go to OT. So at this point, no chance of me covering. Yeah. Um, Tennessee, in overtime, gets the ball first. College football rules. You start at the 30-yard line. You only need 30 yards to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, third and 15, there's a flag. Automatic first down. Awesome, right? That's huge. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We run the ball, 12-yard run. I'm going to say weeks. I bet him. We run the ball, 12-yard run. We're on the two-yard run. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> this running back, small, 180 yards. One of the best running back performances I've actually ever seen in a college football bowl game. Like, he actually – went so stupid in this game it was insane it was insane how good he played in this game we're on the two-yard line right Mm -hmm. four people are trying to tackle this man they blow forward progress right they blow forward progress before they blowed forward progress they thought that his knee was down it went to instant replay his hand was over the pylon like his his um, oh, that was the play that was yes, off. yes. Oh, okay, okay. The ball was over the goal line. His knee was in the air, but they said forward progress. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. And like at that point, I'm not covering. 
Yeah. But I want to see my volunteers win a football game. Exactly. It was maybe – I was so upset. I wasn't even mad at the refs. I was upset with the refs for that call. Because when something goes to instant replay and you still mess it up. Like how? Like you're not going to the league. That ref's not going to the league. You're going to stay in the ACC. That's not even a good conference. No. So, yeah, the Boilermakers came back. They ran the ball three times and kicked a field goal, and that was the game. Like, like that was like the worst way to win that fun of a game. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. It's like you got, they got lucky, the Boilermakers. They did. And they just, they ran the ball three times. They got a little bit closer. Didn't even get a first down in There's OT. There's no point in even They didn't even get a first down in overtime. Well, they didn't What's even, the point, though? Like, we, got, about it. we got two. Two first downs around the two-yard line. They ran the ball three. No, actually, the first play, they threw the ball. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> they threw the ball. It was like a four-yard, like, little dump down to the tight end. Then they ran it. Then they ran it again. We were eating it up. And they were on, like, the 23-yard line. They only gained yards on one play, bro. And they kicked the field goal. And it honestly wasn't even that – it was – you know the college football field goals where it's like that was an awful field goal, but it went in? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That's horrible. I was so upset. And that was – honestly, it was a heartbreaking loss. Because, you know, at one point where it's like you're betting the team and it's like it's not going to hit, but, like, you, you just want to see them win. succeed because you've been rooting for them the whole day anyways. Yeah. You know, it, it's just tough when something like that happens. Sometimes you can be like, oh, they didn't cover, but like, honestly, I hope they lose by four, so at least it doesn't look like I was close. Yeah, it was just a stupid way to win. Yeah. Or a stupid way to lose. But um, college football playoff. Yes. Real quick, we're going to cover the college football playoff, and then we're going to react to the NFL All-Pro predictions from some bum at ESPN. Yes, I also wanted to add one other thing to our reactions. What's that? Um, Hall of Fame finals came out today. Deal. Okay. Let's start. Do you want to start Cincy Bama or do you want to start Georgia, Michigan? I think we should start Cincy Bama. I think it's going to be quicker. Yeah. Bama. Yeah. Bama. I don't really like. It's simple. Bama, the spread, I want to say it's still, yep, still minus 13. I think there's more pressure on Kobe Bryant than there is on Cincinnati. Kobe Ryan has that good game. He literally changes number to eight. In honor oh, that's Ryan. true. That's true. The dude from like Cincy, he, like he wore seven before. If he has a good game, that's still enough. You know what's actually sick about Cincy, though? And I'll give him this, like, from um, a teenager's mindset, mm-hmm. young adult. <laughs> um, their two best players, mm-hmm. their best player on offense, their best player on defense, both wore seven. Isn't that sick? 
That's crazy. they both because in football you can have the same number as long as you play on the different on different sides of the ball. Yeah, they both wore seven: Desmond Ritter and then Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah, not actually Bean, but that's sick. That's I sick. think the fact that he changed his number to eight screws them. I think once that happened, the spread should have changed from minus thirteen and a half to minus seventeen and a half. There you don't a- change your number once you go to the playoffs. You don't change shit like that. It's like a bad thing to do, but like at the same time, like it makes sense. I mean, yeah, but like should change at the beginning of the year, but we move. Cincy 13 and 0. Bama 12 and 1. Will. Bama minus 13 and a half. The over-under is 57 and a half. What are your two picks? Um, you're gonna take Alabama. Minus 13 and a half. Okay. Minus 13 and a half. And you're also gonna take the over. I agree. That's what I'm going to take I think tomorrow. in an Alabama game, if you don't take the over, I don't if think you don't I, take I don't the over, really want to watch the game. If you don't take the over in an NCAA football game, you're a loser. Well, I went to I went to Army Navy well and I took the over. Why not? Why not? It didn't hit, but did I have fun rooting for it? Yes. Because Life the thing is about, like, too short under, to bet the under. on a horrible game. Yeah, I don't want to watch a horrible game. It's the playoff. I think Bama's going to score 57 and a half points by themselves. They could. <laughs> and I think since he might put up like 14, Desmond Ritter will throw one to his tight end and he'll run one in. Fair. Because Ritter's good. He is. He's not good enough. No, I don't. I, 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 it's Bama all day. <laughs> it's actually Bama and it's not even like close. If since he wins, well, I feel like I should have to do something because that's how confident I am that Bama's going to lose. I mean, win. When Bama's going to win. I was going to say, I wouldn't sleep so heavily on Cincy, but like it's not. Gonna I'm going to sleep heavy on Cincy. I'm gonna say this is like this is like McDonald's versus Burger King. It's like sometimes one person will come up and be like, I low-key like Burger King, and then you'll laugh in his face. It's McDonald's all the way. Like it's Bama. It, no, not even. This is like Chick-fil-A and like what's a bad Burger King. <laughs> we'll we'll go right back King. to Burger King. Cincinnati's Burger King, Alabama's Chick-fil-A. Where are you going? Fair. Exactly. Next game. This game I actually am going to enjoy. At 7.30, we've got Georgia, Michigan. Um, both teams 12-1. and one. Mm-hmm. one team from the SEC. One team from the Big Ten. I want to say, first look at it, Will. What are you thinking? UGA minus 7.5 is the spread. The over-under is a lot lower. Two of maybe the nation's best defenses. So my initial thinking is you look at the game, let's put everything else aside first. You just look Georgia, Michigan, yeah. your eyes immediately go up to Georgia. Cause you're like, wow, it's Georgia. Cause like, it's Georgia. Playoff, like, holy shit. They might actually be really good. They are really good. They really, but, like, yeah. but like you like think about it, like this could be a really good game. They have a good chance at winning this game. But then you see Michigan and then you're just like, Michigan's really cool. Yes. And they're good. Underdog. And they have the underdog. They're a good which underdog. Which makes They're me, a good dog. They good are boy. Good they're a good boy. Yes. And that's, and see, 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 see. The thing is, you think Georgia win dub. That's like what they do. But then you see a good Michigan team, and you're just like, you know what? Let's hammer Michigan. You know what? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you believe in Michigan even more right now. Georgia, what's their mascot? Bulldog. Michigan, what are they? They're the Wolverines. But they're the underdog. What dog would you rather have? Because I want the fucking underdog story every day of the week. I mean. If we're talking about like normal dogs, like I would love to have a bulldog, but like Wolverine's cooler. So like the Wolverines. If if you put a Wolverine up against a French bulldog, actually no, those are English bulldogs, the wrinkly ones. Yeah. If you put an English bulldog against a Wolverine, 
well, the Wolverines going to rip his head off. And I think that's what Aiden Hutchinson's going to do to Georgia's offense. I think, I think Georgia everything in ready? favor of Michigan tomorrow. I mean, not tomorrow. Actually, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I've, Tonight. I've, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? I actually wanted to talk about Georgia's defense because look at who they played. They played Clemson. Not good. They played UAB, not good. South Carolina, not good. They, Vanderbilt, they South Carolina. They might, they might have all beat. time because the coach got mayo dumped on them. Like, <laughs> yeah, it actually will never count ever. Nothing that they they do will count ever again. Well, they don't have a good win. I'm being serious. They beat ready Clemson, UAB, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt might be their best win because they beat them sixty to nothing. Like that's actually not even fair. That's Arkansas. I, Arkansas was ranked at the time. Arkansas wasn't actually that good. Like, it was too no. early in the season. Not that good. They beat Auburn. They beat Kentucky, who was ranked at the time, too. Kentucky finished the season ranked. Not good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, compared to the teams that Michigan has played and Michigan has beat, Michigan beat Ohio State, Will. That's important. Very. They beat Florida. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Mizzou. Sucks. Tennessee. Couldn't even beat the Boilermakers. That's bad. <laughs> they played... C H S O will. I don't know who this is. I think it's I think it's Charleston Southern. I mean, and then they beat Georgia Tech and they lost to Bama. Like the only good team that they played, in my opinion, like the only team that counts for me. I don't care about the other ranked games. The only team that they played that I care about this season for Georgia was Bama. They played some awful offensive teams. They it made them look like one of the best defensive teams ever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were talking about it, saying this might be the best defensive team ever. They have that one big dude covering down the middle at DT. Mm-hmm. Michigan's defense is better. I agree. Michigan's defense is better. Michigan's offense is better. They're the better team. Michigan's the better team. Michigan is the underdog by seven and a half points. Well, you hammer them and the over. <laughs> I want to take the under, but I'm not going to. It's going to be the under, but I'm going to say the over just because why the fuck would I ever take the under in the college football playoff? Well, you actually never know. Like well, they, the like, one thing I do love about the college football playoff is like sometimes the Super Bowl, it's like like cool, cool game, but like it wasn't actually that exciting. Like it wasn't a close game. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not a close game in the college football playoff, like one team's putting up 70 points. You're like, yeah, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, like someone's going to bug out. So if here's here's our can't lose parlay. Bama spread mm-hmm. in the over. Great. Michigan spread mm-hmm. in the over. And that, like that. that will get you a nice chunk of change. Well, that'll be like, I think that'll be like a four unit play. Like if you put one unit, you win four. So oh, if yeah. you put 10 bucks, you win like 40. Yeah. I think. Actually, no, you make it like 80. You might, you, you could make a lot off that. I'm not a betting man, but if I were, but if I were, well, then I would have loved Tennessee and that didn't hit. But you know, you know, one thing about me, Will, is I don't have two straight losing days. And I really need Texas State to beat Troy. Yeah. And I'll make a lot of money. That's the only thing I need to hit. So we're today. Crazy. We're going nuts in betting right now. And that is our cannot lose parlay. We are going to move on now. We're going to first, we'll end with the all pro team because I think that's the most relevant thing. Deal. Uh, we'll start with the um, 15 Hall of Fame finalists. 
sick. I have it right here. Um, let's take a look. There's a lot of them. Um, Are these? There's only fifteen. Yes. Why doesn't it give me a list, Will? I don't know why it doesn't give us a list. I don't like it, so we're going to look up that one. <laughs> That's exactly what I started doing as you were already saying it. I don't like it. Because, like, why? somebody's going to give us a list. Why didn't they give us a list? I don't understand. The, the oh, these are the modern era ones. I have the list. Look at my list, Will. The modern era ones? Yeah, dude. My list is awesome. Oh, perfect. Look at this. Dude, I'm on the same exact website. Right here. Yeah, like, why didn't they give this, like... I don't understand some people, but we move. <laughs> it's like mad. I'm like, why was there a list? Okay. Why would you write 15 paragraphs? Well, I don't know if you remember months? this, but last year we actually said if we agreed or not, if they should be in it. There's a lot of there's a lot of names on this. There's a lot of yeses that you're gonna hear from me. Yep. Want to start from the top? Let's start from the top. Jared Allen, defensive end, mostly known by me for the Vikings and the Bears mm-hmm. in that last season that he went to the Super Bowl with the Panthers. Yep. He started his career in Kansas City. That man was tough. He was. I, we said yes last year, but I believe it changed to a no last minute because of the, the class. Yep. But I think this would be the year he gets in. I don't, I'm gonna think, say I don't yes. think they wait two years. I don't think after last year, I don't think they wait another one. I'm going to say yes. And that's my final that's my final answer. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have Willie Anderson. Um, this list is way too good, I think. He was a three-time Pro Bowler, four-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro first team. He played 195 games at the position of – position to the guard. Play. No. No, he was a DB. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle. I'm thinking of the wrong Willie. Um, no. No, I was going to say no. No, I don't even know who he is. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who he is. I'm sorry for all you Bengals fans. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. I I literally couldn't tell you. No clue. I don't see the reason why he would get in over the rest of these I don't think he should get in, ever. (laughs) He went to four Pro Bowls. Yeah, I don't really. Like, how long did he play? Nine years. That's actually kind of good, but, like, not really. Like, not really. Can you write a story of football and have his name not be in it. I, I don't even can. know who he is. So think like you can. Move. This guy, this yes, next guy. We though. don't even have to. I just, yes. Rondé Barber, yes. Yes, we don't even have to talk. The GOAT. Tony Baselli. Yes. We said yes last year, I believe, because he really deserves it. Yes. I think he gets in the Yes. Show. Leroy Butler. This is a good one, actually. I actually like Leroy Butler. I do too. But I'm going to say no. Like, if you just like, we obviously we haven't said the names yet, but if you just look down the list, there's only five people that we can select here, though. Four time Pro Bowler, four time All Pro. He was on the list last year, too. One time Super Bowl champ. I'm going to say no. I, I say no again. Next one. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. No question. Devin I think Hester. this is the first time he's been on the list. Is he would be for ba- first ballot? Yeah, he's going to be first Hester. ballot Hall of Famer. No, no chance. There's no chance he doesn't get in. He is literally the greatest kick returner, punt returner of all time. Yeah, there's no chance he gets in. I mean, there's, there's no, no chance, chance that he, he doesn't, doesn't get, get it. Yes, he is actually the goat. Like, if you are a goat in the sport of football, you're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Devin Hester will, dude. He returned the opening kickoff in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know, which is insane. <laughs> like, you don't just do that. Yes, like, yeah, you don't just do that. All right, That's so yes. Before we move on, there's only five people that can get in from this list. And we currently have one, two, 
Um, did we say yes to Leroy Butler? We said no, right? Yeah, we said no. So, okay. So, we have one, two. We have three. So, we can only pick two more people, and we have a pretty happy. Only team. five people can get in? Well, it says right here the selection committee may elect up to five people. I have eight more people that I'm going to say yes to, Will. I want to say yes to almost every single person down the list, except for like maybe like two. Okay, I'm sorry, but Tory Holt has to go in. Tory Holt didn't get in last year, and he has to get in this year. Is this his last year of eligibility? Um, I it might be. No, I don't think so. No, they might say no to him. They might mm-hmm. this year just because it's so it's so packed. Well, if he doesn't get in, then Andre Johnson doesn't get in. I don't think Andre Johnson's gonna get in this year. I don't either. But like they can't. They, if, if 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 any one of those wide receivers were to get in, it has to be Tory Holt. Agreed. And it's not even close. It's not even close. Sam Mills definitely has to get in. Sam Mills has to get in. He has to get in. Has to get in. Um, I'm going to be biased, but Richard Seymour has to get in. Richard Seymour has to get in. Um, <laughs> Zach Thomas has to get in. No, he doesn't. I don't think he actually has to get in. I'm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. DeMarcus, DeMarcus Ware, though. Yes. Yes. Wait, is that five? We're way past five. We already said yes to Torrey Hill and Audrey Johnson. Well, we take no, we said yes. no. We said no to both of them. Yes, but like one of them has to get in, I think. We time. said yes to Sam Mills and Richard Seymour. Yes. So we're already past. So we're we're at five. And then wait, who Demarcus did, Ware, what? Reggie. I'm gonna say no to Jared Allen then. He gets stiffed again this year because of look at the names. I think Reggie Rain and Patrick Willis and Demarcus Ware, like those three should get in. Reggie Wayne's not gonna get in this year. It's going to be Patrick Willis, Demarcus yeah, Ware, too many wide receivers, and like Devin Hester, Rondé Barber, and Patrick Sam Willis Mills. has to get in. Demarcus Ware. Honestly, I might tell no. I might say no to Sam Mills. Demarcus Ware doesn't. I think. Hmm. Ready? Hear this. Hear this. Ready? Rondé Barber. Okay, but wait. Listen. Wait. Think. Think about this though. If we. Let's say it came down to the linebackers, right? Yeah. Who do you think deserves it more? Like you, your mind, our mind wants to say Patrick Willis, but Sam Mills was very, very good. Like I just want to say Patrick Willis just because he was so good. He, was he only so played good. seven years. Though. I know. I think that like I feel like for him it's either now or never because he only played seven years. Like he doesn't have a lot of credentials for like long term player. He was so different, though. But he was very good. Like, you like you actually can't he, like, talk about football without him. You No, you actually can't. He was so good on the 49ers. And he only didn't play just because of injuries. I know. And Reggie Wayne was different, too. He was different. Reggie Wayne was actually one of the best wide receivers of all time. Like, if you think about it. But, like, at Payton, the same time. With Payton. At the same time, Torrey Hall should have been three years ago with Kurt. The fact that Torrey Hall is not in the Hall of Fame is He has to get in It's stupid. Year. Andre Johnson can wait another year. I think yes. Reggie Wayne can also wait another year, but like he should also. Tory Holt was is long overdue. Ronnie Barber should also be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like they're going to stiff Jared Allen again. They're gonna. Sam Mills and Patrick Willis may not be in the Hall of Fame this year. I don't. Yeah. Leroy Butler, Tony Vaselli. We haven't even said the last. Brian Young might make it over. I don't think Brian Young will make it. You actually never know. Here's my list, and it's going to be right. Okay. Five people. Mm-hmm. Rondé Barber. Yep. Devin Hester. Tori Holt. Mm-hmm. 
Sam Mills, and DeMarcus Ware. That's my five. I like that. That's my five. I like that. Those are the five. That's the five best players on that list. Okay. And and all the other ones are actually very close. That's the thing. Like the difference between the fifth best player on this list and the worst player on this list is actually like a tiny bit. Like these guys are actually should all be in the hall. Repeat one more time because I want to make mine. Rondé Barber, Mm -hmm. Devin Hester, Mm -hmm. Torrey Holt. Mm -hmm. He like because he has to be in. Mm -hmm. And then I went Sam Mills mm-hmm. and Demarcus Ware. I like that. I'm gonna go Ron and Barber. Yep. Devin Hester. Yep. Tory Holt. Yep. So we have the same three. We have the same first three. We have yep. the same first three. I'm gonna be biased and pick Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour. Fair. And Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware. Okay. So the only thing is you swapped out Sam Mills for Richard Seymour. Yes. I just think Sam Mills, like he hasn't played since '97, so he's probably like getting there like he's been on yeah. the list for a couple of years now yeah so i just, just put him in there. i feel like you can't not put demarcus where he's got to go in at some point he's got to have to go in at some point and i feel like at any other point his like is this the first year he's eligible yeah yeah okay i, I think he, he should I, be a fat first ballot i do think he should be a first ballot he's one of the greatest of all time He's definitely one of the greatest of all time. And I think that clears up a lot of the list to put, like, Sam Mills, Jared Allen, and Patrick Wilson. Like, because not even – Just, like, think about this. Next year, if they're all on the same list, and then you have to think, okay, I have to pick someone between Sam Mills, DeMarcus Ware, and Patrick Willis. What do you even do? They're not going to pick Patrick Willis. It's going to be sad. I know. He's going to be one of – if he doesn't get in the Hall of Fame, he's going to be one of the greatest players to not be in the Hall of Fame. I know. Of all time. And it's just because he didn't play that long. Um, we can actually see. Um, okay, so oh, awesome. Um, it's Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, and Demarcus Ware's first year of eligibility. Yep. This is the second year of eligibility for Jared Allen. Yeah. Reggie Wayne and Patrick Willis is their third year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the fifth year for Rondé Barber. That's crazy. Seymour, which is why I think both of them will get it. Yes. This is the eighth year for Tory Holt. So crazy. That's ridiculous. Willie Anderson and Zach Thomas are on their ninth year. Brian Young's on their 10th year. Tony Baselli and Leroy Buller are on their 16th year. And Sam Mills is on his 20th year. Insane. Um, oh, they yeah. actually just – they gave us the rundown on everybody. Yeah. Oh, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame website. That's why. That's yeah. awesome. And Tony Baselli has spent the longest as a finalist. He spent six years. He's been a finalist since 2017. That's nuts. He has not made it. But like Hester Hester's a first ballot. He has to be a first ballot. Hester, if anything, if anything, I think Demarcus Ware might get screwed. He might get screwed because of the first ballot. And now that it's Patrick Willis's first year, I think that there's actually no chance he gets voted in. I don't think there is either. I think Sam wait, why Mills, does that say third? But that one up there says first. Oh, it's his first time as a being finalist. a finalist. Okay, a okay, finalist. okay, okay. So he's not even a first ballot. Being 20 years on eligibility. It's like it's like come year, on, you have to get him in. Tory Holtz is or, a disgrace. Or it's been twenty years. He's not getting in on this class. This class is nuts. He should have been in. Tory Holt should have been in three years ago. There was actually twenty different years where Sam Mills could have gotten in. So why is this year that he's going to be in? I, I don't know. It it doesn't. The I don't like the Hall of Fame. I don't like any of them. I actually ones. love the NFL Hall of Fame. I do, but like at the same time, and I love I love the basketball Hall of Fame. I hate the baseball. Baseball Hall of Fame is by far my least favorite. But the <laughs> football one is just frustrating because I feel like they they um restrict it too much. 
You think they restricted? The fact that there could only be five people in it is stupid. In a modern era finalist? Yes. yes. I think it should be like seven. I think it should be ten. How many make it? There's a lot of finalists. Those are all the finalists. There's 15. There should be 10. Like, you know what the, you know what the basketball like 10, does? 10, 10 makes sense, but I feel like if they were to increase it, I think 7 or 8 is a perfect medium. Dude, the basketball isn't, like, restricted to a number, but they actually just vote for everybody. Like, everybody just gets to the basketball one. Remember, yeah, like, we went to the basketball like, Hall of Fame You could be nasty, like, your freshman year of college and be the best And be, because it's, yeah, it's, it's literally just the basketball. It's just the basketball Hall of Fame. So, you could have, like, sucked in the NBA. and Like, you were nasty in college. college yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Grayson Allen, like, in the basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, a bunch <laughs> of, like, well, I mean, I think that's a good thing, though. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. Because basketball is such a limited sport to get into. Right. Where, like, people have good college careers, but they're not good in the nba or like they couldn't make it to the nba what's awesome what's awesome about the basketball hall of fame is it's not only men it's also women yes which is, i love that which is awesome because like as much as people knock the wnba and stuff like there's legends in these games right mm-hmm. and like there's legends even in softball if you go back to like olympic days and yeah college days like some of the greatest softball players of all time they're not in the baseball there's a lot of misrecognition there's a lot of misrecognition and and i feel like the Basketball Hall of Fame does a great job. I do too. With I, that. I like the Basketball Hall of Fame. But like honestly, when, we went, when we went through this list here of the 15 modern era candidates, mm-hmm. and then you look at how many times they were finalists and how many year what year of, of eligibility they're on. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that you can put the, like at what point is Sam Mills no longer a modern era finalist? That's what I was at 20 years ago, dude. 20 years ago? Like, that's that can't, you can't be like, what? Like, Will, you just turned 20. Like, he was a, he was a Hall of Fame eligible player when, was born. when you were born. So that means before uh, I was born. Look, he was a linebacker from 2007 to 2000. Oh, wait, that's Patrick Willis. That's my Patrick bad. Willis, I, I messed that up. That's my fault. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was getting a little excited. That's my fault. <laughs> um, uh, so he started in 1986 to 1994 on the Saints, and then 1995 to 97 on the Panthers. And you're gonna tell me, you're gonna tell me he's been on the list for 20 freaking years, and that he's a modern era player. That's not modern era. Like he might have been considered modern era because like 97. Is that his only modern era? Like I don't understand what makes you a modern era player 20 years ago. Like, I mean, I guess, like, the like modern era at, like, is, like, the, the, old... the throwing era. Like, when passing became dominant. Yeah, but so like, like that, that's, that's, like, the, the 80s. Everyone look at the other ones. You have dinosaurs. Like Joe Montana, Steve Young. But, but, like, compared to everyone on this list... Do they have, like, he's, the... Like, I'm no offense, but, like, he is the only person on this list that started their career before 1990. Yeah. That's not... Modern. It's 2022. <laughs> I'm actually a Gen year. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am, right? Yeah, Patrick, I like, I don't understand. I don't really care. Well, how this makes sense. Not that it really matters. Like, I'm going on about literally nothing, but, like. I wanted to give a shout-out real quick um, to all the people that laughed when Will said frustrated instead of frustrated. Sorry. <laughs> you know, you say it all the time. It's hilarious. I just wanted to, like, whoever else picked that one up, thank you. Because I pick it up every time he says it, and I giggle a little bit. But, like, no offense to Sam Mills, but he's... He's not getting in. He's considered a dinosaur in this class. Dude, 
He actually started his career in the 80s. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everyone else has started. The, the earliest person on this list that started was 1990. And dude, was Patrick that? Willis started in 2007. <laughs> You're telling me someone in 1986, dude? Like, that, yeah, that's not the same. That's not the same football that we know. Almost about. 20 years ago, they have they started. There was a 20 literally Patrick Willis was my age. Devin Hester wasn't even in college. Like when he was like done with his fucking career. Dude, in 20 years. <laughs> like the next the next closer year is 16, and that's Tony, Tony Vassell and Leroy, Leroy Butler. They and started I don't think either of them in 1995. In 1990. Like like Leroy Butler's getting close to like dinosaur level. All right, sorry. Had to take a quick cut. Had a huge phone call. One of the bigger phone calls. Yep. Um, we're just gonna wrap up Hall of Fame talk because honestly, we were about to wrap it up anyways. Mm-hmm. We gave our list of five each. We're gonna move on. All pro. All pro. So um, I think before we get straight into it, mm-hmm. um, I think we should say what bum put this list together. Bill Barnwell put this list together. Actually, I don't even think Bill Barnwell. Actually, yeah, I do think he's a bum. Let's be honest here. Um, he put this list together at six fifty-five in the morning. Yep. So you have to take that into account. He could not be a morning guy. I actually haven't even looked at the list yet. We're gonna start from the top here. Yep. Starting with quarterback. Yep. He put Aaron Rodgers. And his second team was Tom Brady. Okay, I like Aaron Rodgers on the first team. I do too. I think that makes sense. Honestly, I like Tom Brady on the second team too. I do too. I was I was just trying to think of who else could be it. I don't think anybody else could be it. The other two names he mentioned in his little blurb was Justin Herbert, which you know what I will never say no to that. Yep. And Matthew Stafford. I don't even like Stafford anymore. I don't even know why he said that. That You shouldn't. You should never have. But you know he was trying to be extra. It's the morning. Um, the next one. Running back. I actually have something to say about the second team. I do too. I have a bunch of pickles in with that one. Um, First team makes sense. First team, John Taylor makes sense. Second team, Nick Chubb. He's got to be out of his damn mind. Dude, he hasn't played in like four weeks. He hasn't played, dude. The whole team has been hurt for like the last seven weeks. What has he done? There shouldn't be a second team running back. It should be Austin Eckler, actually. I like Joe Mixon. That's a good one, too. Him him and Jonathan Taylor are the only players – the only running backs in the league to have at least a thousand yards and at least 10 touchdowns. That Those are good numbers. That's second team all pro numbers for Joe Mixon. I don't know why you guys are steady sleeping on Joe Mixon. He's a good running back on think, a good offensive team. I think Eckler should be in the mix too, because Eckler's he, name is nobody's name. Is no here. one's name is even on here. Nobody, nobody. It was, they literally said, Oh my God, we love Nick Chubb. Like no thanks. Like Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb hasn't even played, dude. I don't get it. I don't get he it. He missed like a bunch. That's like we should have just put Derrick Henry there. Yeah, might as well. Oh, Derrick Henry spazzed the first four games of the season. Let's go. Like, thanks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wide receiver. Oh, hybrid, 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 hybrid weapon. Hybrid weapon. My bad. <laughs> Debo Samuel first team. Is this actually a thing? Hybrid weapon? Like what is considered a hybrid weapon if you just get the ball thrown to you? Debo runs a lot, plays a lot of running Does he back. actually play a lot of running back? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's my bad. I should actually know Debo that. Debo plays a lot of running back. Oh, actually, that makes sense because Coral Patterson runs the ball a lot, too. I like these picks. I do, too. I think you can. I think run. Debo should be first team, and I think Patterson should be second team. I agree. I think that's a very close – closer than you think it is, but I agree. Deal. Now, here <laughs> – Now, this. Now, this 
I like this. I don't love it. This is all right. The wide receivers are Cooper Cup, Devonta Adams, with the second team being Justin Jefferson before, and Tyreek Hill. Before you say anything, I'm just going to say you – I think you're about to say something, Will, and I think I'm going to agree with you. So I feel like you have something in your head. Do you? I do. What are you going to say? Cooper Cup, if he wasn't on this list, I don't think you watched football this year. Cooper Cup is the one seed. Yes. Like he's the best receiver. Devontae receiver. Adams. You like to know your score. But no. Do you know your health quotient score? Find out. Sorry, again, I apologize. If you don't know your health quotient story. <laughs> Back to um, Devontae Adams is questionable, 100%. Okay, that's where, that's where I thought you were going to say, I think Justin Jefferson should be first team. I think Devontae Adams should be second team. I Because Devontae Adams had a very good season. I think Justin Jefferson had a better season. I think Justin Jefferson had a better season too. And I don't think Devontae Adams should be there. I don't think you should discredit Devontae Adams. I just think Justin Jefferson. I just think Justin Jefferson deserves it more. Deserve, yeah, exactly. No, no complaints though. I can agree on both sides. Yes. I'm happy. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, I get it. No, it's fine. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't like it. It's, it's Will doesn't high. like the Chiefs though. I like Tyreek. No, nope. I like Tyreek though. But do you think Keenan Allen should be on this list? I don't. Mike Williams is good. Mike Williams actually did have a good. Mike good Williams season. had a really good season. Tight ends, tight ends piss me off. I don't under, really understand the tight end. I don't understand why these four names were on here either. I don't. I, I really don't get it. Um, Mark Andrews on the first team. On the first team, Travis Kelsey on the second team. The other two names that were mentioned were Gronk and George Kittle. George Kittle had a great year. George Kittle. George I think Kittle George Kittle should be second team. I agree too. I think Mark Andrews should be on honorable mentions. Travis Kelsey should be number one. That's exactly what I was thinking. Travis I, Kelsey first. I don't team. even know why Gronk Kittle is second on team. The list. Gronk shouldn't be on the list. I like he's drunk. Um, left tackle Trent Williams, second team. Rashawn Slater Rashawn on the Chargers. Slater. Trent Young Williams guy. is really good. But Trent Williams is awesome. He's awesome. Awesome. Rashawn Slater did a great job this year. Um, honorable mentions, he had Andrew Whitworth, which I don't think he should be. He's the no. left tackle of the Rams. No. He put Colton Middle, Miller, sorry, mm-hmm. of the Raiders. He actually played pretty good. Yeah. Colton Miller, that left tackle over there. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, one second, let me get back to the list. He had Jedrick Wills, who's very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. But I actually like these picks. Yep. I, I, I like these. And I'm very happy that we we're seeing a bolt. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I don't know if I love it. I don't. I don't actually. I actually, I would love it if these two names were flipped. I, agree. I think it would be perfect. Quentin Nelson should be first team. Joel Antonio should be second team. But it's the other way around. We move. Yep. Center. Center. Jason Kelsey. I think Jason Kelsey just gets it every year. I yeah. Uh, honestly, we just move. Zach Martin. Ryan Jensen on the second team, by the way. Yes, thank you. Uh, right guard Zach Martin. Second team, Chris Lindstrom on the Falcons. Chris Lindstrom, BC, Shepherd Hill. It's true. He went to Shepherd Hill. That's big. Central Mass. He's nasty. Stand up. Stand up. Chris Lindstrom, first team. Screw it. Why not? <laughs> Central Mass, stand up. Um, right tackle, we have Tristan Wirfs, Brian O'Neill on the Vikings. Honestly, I think these are interchangeable because we move. I don't really. Uh, a lot of right tackles got hurt. Yeah. That was the issue. Yeah, there wasn't really, like... The defense is actually... I'm always more into the defense when it comes to all pros. Anyways. I am, too. The line usually makes sense every year. Um, The line, yeah. The line, they don't miss on the line because you can see. You know? Yeah, you know, and, and you know what teams are First doing. team, 
Um, you have Miles Garrett mm-hmm. on uh for edge rushers. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett and TJ Watt. Yes. Yes. And you know what I love even more is the second team. Will Trey Hendrickson on the Bengals has been putting on an He's absolute really masterclass throughout the whole year, and so has Nick Bosa. Yep. Those are four great picks for edge rushers. I like that one. Awesome picks. And this one, Will, first team I love even more for the defensive tackles. Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner are two of the top 10 players in the NFL right now. I agree. Very good. What DeForest Buckner, not only does he get it done on the run game, his pass game is insane. He plays defensive tackle. He doesn't even play the end. He doesn't even rush off the edge. But the amount of pressure this man brings in when he has a left guard, a Mm -hmm. center, and a right guard on him at the same time is insane. Mm Mm-hmm. Second team, Jonathan Allen from Washington, put together a very solid season. And Jeffrey Simmons on the tight end, who has been solid for a few years. Yep. Um, if anything, on the second team, I would have maybe liked to see Jonathan Allen out and Vita Vea in. Okay. But that's it. Yep. That's it. We have the linebackers up next. We have Micah Parsons on the Cowboys, Darius Leonard on the Colts. The second team is Matt Milano on the Bills and DeMario Davis on the Saints. In my opinion, I agree that Micah Parsons should be on this list. He's had an incredible year. I think Micah Parsons might maybe the second team i think he definitely i honestly i think it they're sleeping on demario davis this year you know who i think they're sleeping on this is gonna sound biased but you have to hear me out bobby Mm -hmm. wagner bobby wagner he gets something like every year every single year he put up he he has the most tackles in the whole league Mm -hmm. not just in the nfc not just in the nfc west the whole league he has the most tackles yeah he set the seahawks franchise record and he might set the NFL record for most tackles in a season. Mm-hmm. And he just gets slept on the whole time. Seahawks not really having a great year, but it's not like Demario Davis is having, is having a great year with his Saints either. Like, in Matt Milano, I think, if anything, these this first, Darius Leonard, best linebacker in the world. Yes. Not even close. If anything, I would have liked to see Matt Milano out, Bobby Wagner in. Other than that, Bobby Wagner is really the only person that I can think of. Yep. He gave the honorable mention to Devondre Campbell on Green Bay. I don't even think he played that great. I don't really know about that one, but we move. Yep. Cornerbacks, Trayvon Diggs, J.C. Jackson, A.J. Terrell. And the second team is Jalen Ramsey, Marshawn Lattimore, Kenny Moore. Okay. I have something to say about this as well. I love J.C. Jackson. Very biased opinion, but he is really, really good. No, J.C. Jackson's first team all pro. Trayvon Diggs is first team all pro too. Um, he gives up a lot of yards, yes, but he's also intercepted 2.8% of opposing passes. That's not is insane. But AJ Terrell should be in the second team. Kenny Moore should be on the first team. Kenny Moore has been going he's been really nuts good. the whole year. Kenny Moore on the Colts is one of the best reasons, or is one of the reasons why that defense is so good. Yeah. Ken, it's Kenny Moore, it's DeForest Buckner, and it's Darius Leonard. You need to start seeing those three as a big three on that defense. Mm-hmm. Kenny Moore is elite. Kenny Moore is, is an elite mm-hmm. quarterback. He is amazing. And I think he's better than AJ Terrell. I think he played better than AJ Terrell this season. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. We move to the safeties. We have Jordan Poyer and Buda Baker. Um, I agree. Yeah. Adrian Phillips, second team. Pats. Yeah. Kevin Byard as well. Kevin Byard is just awesome. Adrian Phillips has been good. Adrian Phillips has been good. You know who hasn't been good? Uh, Miles Bryant. Yep. He's ass. He's ass. Uh, kicker, Justin Tucker. Chris Boswell is on the second team. Um, I can't really disagree, I guess. 
Um, I think Matt Gay Actually, over Chris yeah. Boswell. Yeah. Uh, the Rams kicker. He's been doing very good. Mm. And there's another kicker who's been playing out of his mind. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm still thinking of Matt Gay. Yeah. Um, we have A.J. Cole on the Raiders. Yes. And Brian Hanger on the Cowboys. For, for Broncos. I agree. Okay. I'm going to say it again. We're a shitty team. We went, we're like, what? Like, we have like five wins or whatever, four wins. Yep. Michael Dixon. It's good. He has the most punts in the league inside 10 yards, which is really, really, that's good. the number one staff for punters. Yeah. Why are we getting slept on? I don't, it's because of the record. Did you hear those two stats that I brought up? One yeah. for Bobby, one for, one for Dixon. Like, come on. Like, we get no love. Michael Dixon should have been a pro bowler. No, no, he still could be. This isn't the real list. Yeah, this is just, yeah. This no, is this is Fugazi Fugazi. Yes. And, and I think that AJ Cole actually had a great year with the Raiders. He did, he did. But I think Brian Anger did all right. I think that Michael Dixon, I think it's a disgrace from this man that he wasn't even an honorable mention. I, I think Michael Dixon is a pro bowler, even though he's not. I think Michael Dixon should be all pro second team. I think the reason why AJ Cole is on this list is literally the game against the Cowboys. That was the most insane game I've ever seen with punts. Yeah, with like, punts. Ever. Like, yes. literally, he pinned them every single time, and it was nuts. Yes. I think AJ Cole is great. Um, returners. Yes. We have Kine Nwangu. You thought you, you wanted me to say it because you weren't going to pronounce that like I was about to pronounce that. I thought you were going to spaz on it, so I, like – Yeah, no, you knew, you knew I was ready for that. Yeah. Second team, Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios actually had a great year returning kicks. He did. <laughs> yeah. I can't even lie. Um, I think this was a down year for returners. I agree. I don't think – I didn't see a lot of kick or punt returns. I didn't either. Actually, I think there was only one punt return all year. I, I think so, too. Um, we saw a couple of the best returners in the league. It was this insane one with the, the Jaguars. The 101-yard yes, punt return. Yes. I think that's the only one – or the kick return. I it was, that the, was kick the return. Only, that was the only one that we've seen all year. Um, I think we saw a lot of returners not play, like Deontay Harris on the Saints. Yep. We saw a lot of return men transition into more of a wide receiver role. Mm-hmm. I think Gunnar Olszewski should be somewhere in this article. I agree. I think he had a great year. And you did. Simple as that. And that's it. Yeah. I do want to say Braxton Bears had a very good year, though. He did. He did. I agree. So, anyways, that is our episode. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to wrap up 2021. I agree. It is now going to be 2022. Yep. The day after most people listen to this. So I hope you guys have a great New Year. Stay safe, as always. Bama, spread the over. Hammer everything for Bama. Michigan, for Michigan. spread over. Yep. Bama spread against Michigan. But we will see you before the natty. Week 17 is underway. No Thursday night football. Have a good weekend. Have a happy new year. Have a happy new year. And peace. Peace.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 